save America. God, save our people. Save your people. God, I pray, God, Father, that you will stretch out your hand upon us. God, that you protect us from seeing and unseen danger. God, we pray, Father, oh God, in the name of Jesus, against every stronghold, everything lifted itself up against you and your people, God. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus upon the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God, for your traveling mercy. We thank you, God, for Thanksgiving holiday, God. We thank you, oh God for everything that you've done and doing and about to do. And God, we lift our hands in the sanctuary and we bless you. We exalt you. We cry unto thee, O God, hear us. We pray in the name of Jesus. God, if there's any sick among us, God, we pray for healing. We pray, God, for your deliverance and your protection. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you. For all you've done, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for your strength, for you are the strength of our life, the joy of our salvation. And God, we give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for the building, God, that's coming amen, forth. Amen. God, we thank you, oh God, for resources and production. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Amen. Brother Hillary, if we may ask you to bring the word from the scripture, please. Uh, good morning. I'll be reading from Isaiah 7, chapter 14 to 17. Amen. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a son. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat. May he may know refuge and choose the good. For before the child shall know the refuge and choose the good, the Lord that abhorrest shall be forsaken both her kings. The Lord shall bring upon thee and upon thy people and upon thy father's house days have not come from the day that Ephraim departed from Judah even the king of Assyria. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall hiss for the fly that in his uttermost part of the rivers of Egypt and for the bee that is the land of Assyria. Amen. Amen. Yes, thank you for the reading of the Lord's holy word. Amen. And please Amen. correct me. Please correct me. That was Isaiah 7, 14 through 15. Yes, Isaiah 7, 14 uh, to 17. To 17. Oh, to 18. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, friends and family. We hope and pray that the Lord had just truly blessed you with time for Thanksgiving with your family and you enjoyed every moment of it. God is truly, truly faithful. I'll be bringing right at this time the 
Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church announcements. And on behalf of Senior Pastor Benjamin Nelson and the Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, we want to welcome you today. If you are joining us by way of Zoom, the conference line, Facebook, or even YouTube, we welcome you to our glorious worship. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church is a branch of the Foursquare International Church. And we serve Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You will find that our ministry is missional. So perhaps you are seeking a church home where you will be given an opportunity to utilize your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities unto the glory of God. We have various ministries to put your hands to work. We have our prayer ministry, health and wellness, veterans, grief and loss, youth, homeless, and benevolence. Please join us Monday through Friday for 30 minutes of powerful midday prayer, 11.30 a.m. to 12 noon. An opportunity to again place our burdens and our cares upon the Lord in prayer, seeking again answers for family, for community, and the worldwide and then on Wednesday morning, we are in a awesome Bible study, actually a book reading, and it is overcoming familiar spirits. Please, if you find the opportunity, please join us. This is very, very powerful. It's impactful, and it is for present times of all of the things, again, that are going on in the spirit. We are in a war, and God has equipped us and given us the tools through this awesome book study to be ahead of the schemes and the canopies of the enemy. So please again, join us uh, for Friday night uh, Bible study, seven to 8 p.m. And then on Wednesday morning, we have our interactive uh, Bible study. As we roll over early in the morning, 6 a.m., join us by way of our conference line. Again, an opportunity to study with us in the book of Philippians, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then on Saturday evening, Yet another group open for prayer and unity and coming together as the body. Our sweet hour of prayer, Saturday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. And we know that, of course, we have victories when we fast and when we pray. Therefore, Tuesdays and Fridays are dedicated to our corporate fast days. And we want you, of course, to be led by way of the Holy Spirit on the details in fasting that are suitable unto you. Our third Sundays, every third Sunday, is committed to Missions and Family and Friends Day. Please share with someone what Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church are not just doing here in the U.S., but what we're doing abroad in Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Bahamas, India, Haiti, Kenya, Pakistan, Cuba, Suriname, and domestically Alaska. So perhaps you have been called to the mission field to put your hands to work in the capacity of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. If that's the case, please contact Pastor Benjamin Nelson directly, and he will give you more details in serving in that capacity. We thank you for your continued giving financially through your gifts and your talents. And if you are continuing to use our cash app tag, tag which is dollar sign 1906 Azusa, please do so. And be sure to indicate where you wish to have your funds allocated, whether it's ties, mission, building fund, next gen, uh, health and wellness, grief and loss, 
again, your gifts are truly, truly uh, appreciated, and they are used, of course, for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. We want to also announce Grief Share. Grief Share, of course, is a ministry that supports those who've lost loved ones, those who need some assistance in walking through their journey of grief. Mark your calendars and share, please, with others. Grief Share will take place on Saturday, December the 3rd, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Dr. Cheryl Wood will be lead facilitator, and I will serve as co-facilitator. Again, this is an opportunity to hear from psychologists, faith leaders, uh, individuals who have lost loved ones, and how they gracefully have come out on the other side. Again, an opportunity for the door of healing and restoration through the loss of our loved ones. Visit griefshare.org, register for this uh, uh, seminar, and again, once you register, you will be contacted, and graciously, Dr. Cheryl Wood has funded the, um, the guides, and these guides are guides that will walk you through the holidays, tips and best practices that will assist you in moving graciously through the holidays after losing a loved one. So again, visit griefshare.org, register, and you will be contacted for your addresses to receive the guide to healing. We want to also remind everyone that we have a special, special event coming up, and it's going to take place in 2023. Foursquare International Church will celebrate 100 years, centennial 100 years marking, again, 100 years of ministry, miracles, and the movement of God through Foursquare's commemoration. This is a once-in-a-lifetime commemoration. We're going to not only look back on our history, but we'll look forward to what God is doing in the next 100 years. We'll see his faithfulness, have the opportunity again to fellowship with brothers and sisters from around the world. What a celebration it's going to be. We are asking the Lord through our efforts for the 100-year centennial to unite us as we follow him together on our mission. It will take place on May the 29th through June the 1st, 2023 in Anaheim, California. It is titled Connection 2023. Now is the time to register for again this awesome event and also begin making your travel arrangements. We thank you and again share with someone our 100 years of ministry miracles and God's movement. Let us take the time and govern ourselves accordingly to the announcements you have heard and again, we say welcome to our worship. God bless you. God bless. God bless. Amen. Amen. Amen and God bless. And as we uh, start to turn our way to our faith, our statement of faith, the Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church Statement of Faith, I'd like to ask those of you that can to please unmute as I will read the first line, and I will ask the congregation to join me in reading the second line. Amen. Amen. So Amen. please prepare your, if you can see it or if you're in a space based off the tool that you're using today, to please, if you can, just expand it so that you can see it and read I it along it. with me. Amen. Amen. So please, let's begin. Oh. 
Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church Statement of Faith, and it reads, We believe the Bible is God-inspired, 2 Timothy 3, 16, and 17. Congregation. We believe that man was created in the image of God, but that by voluntary disobedience he fell from perfection. Romans 5, verse 12. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God pleading the righteousness of Christ. Ephesians 2, verse 8. We believe that upon and a wholehearted acceptance of Christ are justified before God. We believe that the change which takes place in the heart and life at conversion is a very real one. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Galatians 2, verse 20. We believe that is the will of God. That we be sanctified daily, growing constantly in the faith. Hebrews 6 1. We believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work. Matthew 28, verse 19. We believe in the commemoration of the Lord's Supper by the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 24 and 25. We believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is to endure the believer with power. The coming is after the same manner as in the Bible days. Acts 2, verse 4. Now all together, please let's go slowly with unity. We believe that it is the will of God, God. Oh God. that we walk in the spirit, spirit daily. daily. Ephesians 4, 4 verses 30 through 32. Amen. 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 Thank you, family. Thank you, family. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. We are so grateful for such a time as this that we are living in that I'm telling you, for the best is yet to come. I'm not going to try to sing today. I'm in the airport here. They probably will come and take me away. <laughs> but I am grateful. But I'd love to hear one or two uh, testimonies. Amen. Amen. I, I will lead out because I am blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when they come. I'm blessed when I go. I am grateful for what God has done and what God is doing. We are very thankful. I had a, I'm, I'm traveling by phone now and enjoyed the grandkids. The, and the, just a beautiful time. Hadn't seen them in over three years or more. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love them and 
They loved on me. And it was just great. And to see the work that my son is doing in ministry, and he's doing very much the same thing that we've been doing, reaching out to the jails and all kinds of ministries, homeless and all of that. And I'm just grateful what God is doing for families all throughout the body of Christ. Amen. That's my testimony. Amen. 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 Yes, I praise God for yet another opportunity to be in fellowship and worship with uh, my church family. I thank and praise God for a beautiful Thanksgiving and um, healing um, as I have uh, been taken from the crutches and I'm now on the cane. So I am healing gracefully and I thank and praise God for that. Amen. It's been a journey, but God Amen. is so faithful. Amen. So faithful. Amen. Amen. I will say also, I thank God for Lorenzo on the line and LJ and uh, Brother Hillary. I thank God for you, brothers. And uh, I heard from Jonathan off and on and Brother Ty. And uh, I'm just grateful for what God has done for many of you. And I encourage you to hold on and hang in there and be encouraged for the Lord that God is with you everywhere you go. Amen. Amen. And Pastor, I'm going to say also to everyone that Brother Albert from Las Vegas, he is on speaker. So he's with Amen. us. Amen. Tell him hello. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Albert. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. And we'd like to Good welcome. Morning. Yeah, we'd like to welcome Sister Lane visiting us once more. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. Yes, Sister Cynthia Lane, yes. And I have a short testimony. My my brother, uh, excuse me, my son here may blush a little bit, but we had a birthday on Thanksgiving Day. And boy, did Satan try to challenge some things. And he, if he wants to share, he can. But Satan read his ugly head, and we kept pushing through. And I praise God to see both him and LJ with us today because not only did Satan try to push through for within Lorenzo um, things going on in his life, but then he's trying to tackle our youngest one's health. I'm here to say that they went on to the, what is it, the state uh, um, the state nationals for their football. They made history this year, you know, praise the Lord for St. Charles High School. And then he came home and, and he's trying to so pray for his health and his, his yes. well-being and his healing, praise God, and for, um, <laughs> and for Lorenzo's obstacle to be overturned. And it'll just be something that we've overlooked. It'll be something so simple, and God will reveal it. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. So thank Amen. you all. Does anyone else have praise report or... Morning. Yes, good morning, Sister Lane. Thank you so much. If not, you are. Okay, Mother CJ. Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's so beautiful to be out here with my, with my family. family. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. goodness. Now, now this the first year I had to sit down all the way through all the preparation. And, you know, I'm feeling some kind of way about that. <laughs> I praise the Lord. I gave my daughter energy and blessed her with all the beautiful uh, provisions he gave us, all the beautiful preparation. 
gave her the heart, mind, strength, and courage to get on through. Amen. Hallelujah. It's been glorious, glorious, glorious. Vision is my Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, well, let's go on to technology today for a little bit of praise and worship here. So everybody, oh, yeah. put your hands together. Put your, you know, if you want to stand up on your feet, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen.
Amen, amen. As we as we transition to our next one, how many of you can say that you know that you know that you know yes. with Jesus in your life, amen. you know you can amen. make it. Amen, amen, amen. 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 <laughs> amen. I love that. I love that.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chaplain Daniels, for those selections. Nada, nada. That is a woman of God bringing in these selections today as we pave the way. We have one more for you. Stand by and please enjoy one more. This last one before the word comes before us. Amen. Amen. That's a spirit of worship that's already among us right now. Amen. Amen. Oh, good. 
Amen. Amen. Powerful worship. Amen. All right. Amen. Um, amen. So as we have paved the way, as God as as God has led the way, and Pastor has said, and I've shared earlier, excuse me, that the woman of God has selected those selections specifically for the purpose of ushering in the Holy Spirit. Now I know as always, before we come before the Lord. As a pastor, we always pray and ask him to have his way. But I want you all to join me this morning in giving God the praises for what he has already done for you. Amen. As we prepare to worship him by his word through this woman of God, Pastor Christine Jackson, as worship is what is to come. Amen. Praising what he has already done. So, Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, put your hearts and your minds together, take a seat, get your notepad, and prepare to receive his word. You want to keep this word. You want to take it with you throughout the week, wherever you are, because it's always something in the word specifically for you and for me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless each and every one of you. Again, it's good to, to be in the land of the living first, and then just to be among the saints of God. I just mm -hmm. give God all the glory, honor, and praise, and I'm so happy to hear the testimonies earlier as each one shared what the Lord has done, what he is doing, and yet there's so much more to come. So we just bless God Amen. on today. We bless God. I will start with a, a prayer. And then I will get into the word of God, what thus saith the Lord on this glorious Sunday morning. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you. Lord God, a thousand tongues couldn't even share, Lord God, our extension of how grateful we are. We are so grateful, oh God, that yet you gave us another opportunity, Lord God to arise on yet a new day, another day that we will not see again. But God, we thank you how you have brought us through again another Thanksgiving holiday. You have, Lord God, just provided abundantly for our families, God. You've done so, so much. So we yet are yet so grateful. And then you opened up this Sunday morning, yet another opportunity, oh God, to allow us to come together and to acknowledge to thank you, Lord God, and to just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And then again, to allow your precious word, Lord God, to lay hold of our very, very being. Let each and every word, O oh God, that comes from these lips of clay, O oh God, be, Lord God, pleasing in your sight. Let them fall on fresh and good ground, God. Let again your people yes. receive what you have to say on this day, O oh God. Just use yes. me as an instrument, God. A mere Lord God, just flesh. Now allow your spirit to arise. Allow the anointing to fall afresh as the mercy of God are dispersed into the atmosphere. And each one, Lord God, takes away what, Lord, you would have for them. Let the word not lay dormant, but let it come alive, O oh God, and be active, Lord God, as they are active agents sent by you, Lord God, to preach the good news of Jesus Christ, compelling men, yes. boys, women and girls to become saved and to receive you as Lord and Savior. 
So we bless you, God. And now, Holy Spirit, have your way on this day. In the name of Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Again, praise the Lord, saints of God. It's truly an honor to be again with you in fellowship and to hear again just the wonderful testimonies and even the, the victories when the enemy tried to rear his ugly head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, victory in Jesus. We're holding on again to his promises. So yes. I won't be before you long, but I do want to just share what thus saith the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. as I was, uh, you know, cooking, I'm sure most of us found ourselves doing some piece of cooking. And um, I kept hearing salt, salt, not to add more salt to the meal, but I believe the spirit of the Lord was speaking to his flavor, his season, his accent, and what salt does. So the title for this message is making a lasting impact. Mm. Now we know that in the natural, too much salt is not good for us. That's right. But there is salt that we, as disciples of Christ Jesus, display in our character and in our walk with the Lord. Believe it or not, we all have impact on others, whether we are aware of it or not. We are walking epistles as Jesus Christ would have us to be as his disciples. Amen. There are different degrees according to each one's influence and in how we, again, use the opportunities that God has given us. But all of us touch other people's lives, whether it's for good or for bad. Yes. As disciples of Christ Jesus, we can have a spiritual impact for Christ because we alone are indwelt by his spirit. We're speaking about spiritual salt. Each believer, you and I, are so different. We're unique, and we're created by God for his purposes, and it's his will that we live, not for ourselves, but to impact others and compel them towards the kingdom of God. It begins to those we find in our own household, those who are close to us, and how we are to extend outward as far as the Lord allows. And we can all say, and we've all been there, family are the hardest to reach. We've been there. However, God has a way. It's that power of our impact that is determined by the integrity of our lives. So let's try to understand this. Jesus used two different terms, and we see it in the word of God. He used salt and light. Why did he use this? To emphasize the importance of character and lifestyle to be a witness for him. Salt and light. Now, there are many scriptures that refer to the salt and to the light. But we're going to start first with Matthew 5, 13 through 16. So let us turn in our Bibles, and I'll be reading the American uh, Standard Living Version. Again, we're going to turn, if we can, to Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. And when you have it, just say, I have the word. I have the word. I have the word. Amen. Got it. Okay. And here it reads, the word of God. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything 
except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Amen. Mm. What Jesus wants for us is to take our roles as salt seriously. It can be a preservative and it can be a seasoning. Right. However, through us, the lost should be drawn and compelled to receive Christ. Not only just to receive him, but the preservation of having eternal life with him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Is good. Psalm 34 and 8, we hear it all the time. And see the following yeah. him is life at its very best. To follow Jesus is a good taste. It's a salty savor. Oh, come on. We are to let our light shine before men in such a way that they may see our good work and glorify yes. our Father who is in heaven. Do you know that we are burning lights with the fire of heaven deep down on the inside? And it's the good works that they see that will reflect very well on how our Heavenly Father sees us. So the question is, how does our faith cause us to behave differently from anyone else? Are we like the world or are we different and more heavenly bound and more Christ-like as Christ would have us to be? We can see that salt is different from the substance that it touches. And the same is true for believers. Let's face it, you know, we're different and we are separate from the world. We have impact on a society that is seeking answers, a society that has adapted to and, and, and taken in the nature of sin. But it should be our holy and purified lives that stand very contrast to the world of sin. In Romans 12 and 12, the word clearly says that we're not to be conformed to this world, but by the transformation and the renewing of our minds. We relate to the world as salt does the substance that it touches. Now, salt does a number of things, and I'm just going to share with you six different things that salt does. First of all, we've eaten, we've dined, we've tasted, and we know that salt tends to add flavor. Mm -hmm. It takes and has the power to turn what is tasteless into something that we can enjoy. The same way we bring flavor to a world filled with people whose lives are empty and void because they don't know Jesus. We are the sight, the salt of the world. They're seeking a flavor, a flavor that is not sin, that is not sin-filled. This flavor brings life and it brings an enjoyable time here on earth, yet for eternity in the foresight. Salt also preserves. Back in the Roman days, salt was a very, very valuable commodity. Today, we look at salt as, oh, it's just salt. However, we as disciples of Christ Jesus have a similar way of preserving an influence on a corrupt, dying, and dark world. And it's our witness that can turn an unbeliever to Christ and allow them to have preservation from the decay of sinful choices. Salt preserves, and it, again, mm -hmm. gives hope to those who are in sin and in a position of death. 
not just natural death, but spiritual death. Salt also penetrates. Mm-hmm. It's a Holy Spirit, which uses the godly example that we display and serves as a witness to drive the truth to those who, again, are in such periods of light and darkness. It permeates the entire person. Just just think back on how, when we had that encounter with the Holy Spirit, what it did for us personally. It penetrated. It brought conviction. It brought an opportunity to come before the Lord and to just, again, surrender all. That salt penetrated our very being. Salt also, in the natural, it creates thirst. We as believers of Christ Jesus are examples of spiritual transformation, that joy, peace, and contentment that only Christ can give us is an attractive to thirsty souls Mm -hmm. whom the Spirit is drawing to the Savior. It creates thirst, a thirst and a hunger for righteousness in Christ Jesus. Salt is quiet, too. Sometimes God draws quiet people out of their comfort zone so that they can display their godly behavior and represent gracious responses and be patient, even though they may be going through hard times. At this point, their heart is open to the gospel. And then lastly, salt heals. Salt relieves things like sore throats. How many times have we uh, had a sore throat and gargled with warm salt water just to give it that, 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 that soothing comfort? So it is the same that we are called to offer healing to this broken world. Compassion, kindness, and even sometimes just a listening ear, not so much doing all the talking, but listening as the world and those in the world are speaking and pouring out their heart on the things that concerneth them. But Amen. we have the answer. We have the salt, Amen. which again flavors, preserves, penetrates, creates thirst. It's quiet and it heals. Yes. Let us turn now to First Timothy chapter 2, and I'll be reading verses 3 through 4. This is First Timothy chapter 2, 3 and 4. Speaking of the salt and making a lasting impact. And the word reads as follows. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. This, again, is acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. His desire is that no one may be lost. His desire is that all may be saved and come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's right. He does not celebrate the need to judge those who are wicked and in sin, but he is eager for the opportunity to redeem mankind in order that they may turn to his son as savior. It was Jesus Christ that paid the penalty on the cross of our sin. And it was his sacrificial, substitutionary, all-sufficient death. No one else could do it. No one else was qualified but Jesus. This is the only way we are saved. No goodness of our own. When we refuse his gracious gift, what we're saying is God 
I refuse eternal God, I refuse joy. I refuse peace. I refuse contentment. The man or woman with a hardened and stubborn heart will only take you one place, straight into sorrow, brokenness, and eternal separation from God. This is not his desire for mankind. He wants all to be saved. Jesus even warned, he said, in Matthew 5, 13, as I read, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it become salty again? It's not good for anything except for trodden under feet. Yes. One thing about the salt back in biblical days is that it was collected from evaporated seawater. Mm -hmm. yes. They scraped the bottom <laughs> along with all the impurities from the bed of the ocean. And if there were too many impurities, the salt became tasteless and useless, and they threw it out. Yes. Sin has been the same corrupting influence in our society on today, where we come in as the salt to impact the world for Christ Jesus. When we, as believers of Christ, tolerate sin, he becomes useless to the Lord. Amen. Those who become like the world have nothing different to offer him. Nothing. Nothing. According to John 1 and 5, God is light, and in him there is no darkness. Jesus had said, I am the light of the world. Yet now he declares to those who trusted him as Savior, you now are the light. You must shine like the light. You must yeah. allow those in darkness to see your good works. And then you will glorify the Father who is in heaven. We should be the reflection of Christ. God uses that light, that same light on the hill, to draw people to himself, not to us, but to him. Amen. So that only he may get the glory. Yes, it is true that we have great impact on those around us, just as the light does darkness. How many times can you count when someone would say to you, there's something different about you? It was that salt. It was the light. The light and salt. Light is pure and it's clear. There's no cloudiness. There's no obstruction. Our lives and our characteristics should be pure and clear. The person we are in public, should be the same person we are at home. Come on. Amen. Oh, come on. No matter where we go, the light should shine. And it's the light that will uncover and unveil what is hidden in the darkness. How many oh. times have you went into a room with the light off and attempted to find your way to the other side of the room? More than likely, you stumbled. More than likely, you were unsure. Oh. However, this light that I'm speaking about on today is a light between life and death. Others may ask about our lives and why are they so different? That opens the door for us to share the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. We are walking epistles. Yes. The same light drives away darkness. Mm -hmm. We're in a battle. This is a spiritual battle against light and darkness. When people find themselves uncomfortable around us, that should tell us something. It might say that there is a conviction going on of the Holy Spirit, which can lead to persecution. 
we see it not just abroad and in foreign countries, but we see persecution right here in the United States. Mm -hmm. When the light comes into the room, darkness has to flee. The yeah. light has come into the world and people mm -hmm. love the darkness rather than the light. Than light. Oh, come on, you're preaching. Pastor always says, they'd rather believe a lie than the truth. Mm -hmm. It's our duty to share the light. The same light serves as a guide. God uses us just like a lamp to guide those who are on the path of destruction. Yes. The light, the light that we carry, it's also like a warning. This light is when we can't see obstacles before us. And this is spiritually true for the lost. We could warn them, hey, there's danger. Look ahead. You know, you know, you know, seek the Lord why he may be found, because after dark, you might not find him. It's a warning. And we are to carry again the same light that warns. It also warns we should never be so cold and feeling trapped in darkness. Those in the world seeking a savior need to know that we care. How will they know if we don't share Jesus? They have to see Christ's love flowing through us. And many, many in this day, and we see it, we hear it, are in, they're in positions and they're in, in situations to where they're not sure what to do. And they're doing each one's own pleasures, each one's own things of what they think is right. But it yeah. is, again, the light of the world. We carry this light. And it's not to be hidden under a bushel. It's not to be hidden. We must carry this light. <laughs> if you were the only Christian someone knew, can you honestly say that they see Christ's light within you and would want to know Jesus? Possibly we have some things that are impure that we need to ask the Holy Spirit to flush out so that the light and the salt may become evident and clear. Have we been distracted on pursuing things and values and not considering what is a true lasting impression? The lasting impression is to be known for your impact of salt and light while here on earth. The impact of drawing those who are in sin to Christ. The impact on reaching again down to those who are cast aside and those who are counted out being the salt and the light while in this earth. In closing, I say, what lasting impression will you make? What lasting impression will I make? Allowing again the salt and the light to be the driver to be what Christ called us to be, disciples of Christ Jesus, my prayer is that the word of God that has come forth on today will give us something again to really, really, really consider. Mm -hmm. Are we walking as Christ would have us walk mm -hmm. and holding true to the characteristics yeah, and not yeah. taking for granted we are the salt and the light of this world. God bless you. Amen. 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 Yes, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that timely word. 
Pastor Jackson. Thank you so much. And God bless, God bless, God bless. So family, I want to ask you this morning as she closed, as she closed and as you taken it, salt and light. And we started with 1 Timothy chapter 2. But I want to ask you about or have you think about it. You don't have to answer, but your encounter with the Holy Spirit. Can you think back to your very first encounter? And if you have not that encounter, can you pray and ask God to come before you so that you may have your salt and your light? But I pray that all of you have had an encounter. You may not have realized that that's what it was because God's desire for men or for us is to carry out his light through the salt. We are the salt of the earth. So you may not have realized when you said something or did something for someone, how you impact their lives, but you were carrying out God's mission. Amen. As Pastor Christine just shared. But I also want you to think about all the other properties of salt that she shared, right? Salt is a healing. Salt is a light. Salt is a cleanser. Salt is a spice, right? It, there were so many uses of salt that she shared that we don't even realize all the many ways that we are touching lives. You don't even have to be on the journey or the mission. And she just laid it out, as always, so eloquently, right? She gave us, and that's why I always tell you, I had my pen and paper, all right? And I hope you did too, because there's so many things that you're going to want to go back and, and look over and go back to those scriptures. I, I ask you, please, to go back to those scriptures on your on your spare time. But I'm just going to bring out some keys, some key things that she shared that I took note of. Salt, tasteless salt is like sin, right? And it gets thrown out. Why? Because there's no use for it. So remember that. When you've seasoned your food and seasoned your food, like during Thanksgiving, for instance, and we kept tasting and kept tasting, it's like it's not quite there yet. It's not quite, it needs a pinch of this or it needs a pinch of that. But if it's seasonless, is it good? Is it appealing? Is it tasteful to your palate? So when it's not, what do you do? You throw it out, right? It's made, it remains on your plate, I should say, right? You do not sup of it. Well, just like with God, he has seasoned us to be tasteful and to be used, not to be laid aside, to be enjoyed. So as we walk and we share his word, his word is touching people, touching places, touching things to help them to savor the taste and just to, what, what do you say? Just, just enjoy it during the season of the seasoning. You get it, right? The season of the seasoning for us to be used. And then she went on to how does God use his light? Like I just shared, for us to be used, we have to be seasoned. 
<laughs> and does and does it mean that you when you use your light in the same way all the time? No. If you are a cook, then you know that you can use the same ingredients each and every time, but it does not always turn out the same with those seasonings. Or we also know that leftovers because the seasoning has a chance to marinate in it. It tastes even better the next day. Come on, church. Come on, church, with that salt and that light. So your light gets brighter as you are seasoned. Wow, Pastor Christine, come on now. Come on now. And then our light or our salt should always be the same always as we are doing God's will. Now, it may not be delivered the same way because it doesn't taste the same way, remember? All the time. But as we do God's will, it's going to penetrate and you don't even have to take the fork and knead it, right? Take the fork and poke it for the seasoning to get in because it's God's will. Wow, it is God's will. So then she went further as I shared all that to remind you that we are walking epistles. Know your light has the power to drive out darkness. Come on now. Because if it's in you, it's seasoned deep down in you. We've taken the, the forks and made the little holes so it can get down deep inside. Now, that's how you season the steaks, right? And the tough meat to make it tender and tasteful. And he's done that with us, regardless if you're 17 or if you're 68. He's done that to us so that we can take it with us wherever we go. Because when your light comes into a room, as she shared, it can be a dark room. When that light is out, darkness takes over. But when that light is cut on, it illuminates the whole space. Yes. What else do you know that is that powerful? When light comes into a dark space. It takes over. Are you hearing me? So what I'm saying to your family, as Pastor shared, is when you walk into a space, they got to feel the Holy Spirit within you because your light takes over and sin will flee. Yes. Darkness is gone when the light comes in. And any little creature spider or anything else that may have been in the place, you know, they scatter, right? They run for cover because the light has come in. So family, I ask you, as we recap from that message, what is your lasting impression when you leave a room? When you leave a room, or after encountering a person and you walk away, what is your lasting impression? Because you know when you walk away, if you walked away and you did not shine your light, they're going to say, I thought that person, he or she was a Christian, right? So do not allow the darkness to overcome you in a space when you walk into it to consume it with your light. Do not allow your light to dim regardless how much they may be attacking you. If you have to depart from that space because your light is starting to dim, 
then depart from them. Oh, come on. So that your light will never be overshadowed by yes. darkness. So, family and Pastor Christine, I thank you so much, so much for that word. So timely. It's raining here. It's gray, right? So we need the light today. <laughs> amen. Amen. So timely. So timely. Anyone else, Pastor? I hope that this weather is not impeding your travel even more today. <laughs> amen. Amen. No, I, I think I'm doing good so far. So good. Amen. But I believe I'm leaving here tonight, going to Chicago. So I don't know what it's going to be up there. All yeah. right. All right. And so uh, I enjoyed that word today. I enjoyed the worship. It was timely. Mm. I love the worship. Mm. I long for us to be in the building yes. and worship and just let go and let God. Yes. It's coming. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's you know, uh, allow me to say this. I, I picked up on something and been picking up on something because the word that they're using more now mm -hmm. and the word is salty. Mm -hmm. Salty. Yeah. Yeah. Some people seem to be very salty. Mm -hmm. And what they're speaking of, their behavior, their, their, their disposition, their uh righteous righteous indignation uh and you have every right when you see sin and you see this injustice and all and you become that salt you know you're then but our thing is we want to be good salt because the bible tells us we are the salt of the earth yes we are the preserver. And, uh, you know, sometimes we can be you know, a little too salty. And that is, uh, it's kind of overbearing in a mm -hmm. sense. Because as she said, sometimes too much salt isn't good for you. Mm -hmm. You want to be just right, that right seasoning, you know, where you can make a difference. Yes. Mm -hmm where you can penetrate, mm -hmm. where you are the light. The Bible say, let your light so shine. Mm -hmm. yes. It didn't say make it shine <laughs> before men, mm -hmm. that you they may see your good works. That's talking about the light mm -hmm. of Christ in you, the salt, mm -hmm. that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but Pastor Christine, you've done a marvelous job in delivering the word. Now it's up to us to take the word and run with it yes. and apply it to our lives. Mm -hmm. And I I commend you and the, Pastor Daniels, y'all are doing a marvelous job. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I, I ask for prayer. Uh, but for the next three, four weeks, I'm going to be extremely living out of my suitcase and pretty busy. So keep me in your prayers. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless. Well, family, as we move into the time of our service for uh, prayer requests,
I'm going to say bear well for those that are with us on uh, YouTube and Facebook. As we're streaming live, we come to this time in our service where we ask that you go in peace and you go in love. But know that the Holy Triune, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit always goes with you, rest ruling and abiding with you. Please come back to listen to this service or all the others that, are, that can be found here on YouTube or our Facebook page. Always listen, like, share, share them with someone, please. Someone may be needing this word for today. Just share it Put on your post. Whoever needs it will receive it. In Jesus' name, we pray and thank you for joining us today and bid you farewell. Amen. Amen. Recording stopped. All right. So I'm going to ask if we have any prayer requests or praise reports for today. We ask a prayer for the White family who um, uh, Sister Tabitha passed away. The White family. You know, Amen. Sister Christine. Yes. You've been asking for prayer for Tabitha and the White family for quite some time. And it has just dawned on me because I received a message. Was her husband's name David? Her husband's name is David, correct? David served with me. So when I received the notice from our military notifications and saw her picture, and they live in Brian's, yes, I won't say, <laughs> yes. And I put it all together finally to say that he never shared with us when we have, I don't make all of our meetings. Yes. When they try to have meetings for those that have retired, I don't make all of them, but I hear from some of the brothers that I've served with and they, uh, I don't think he shared it because they never shared it, you know, Yes. that she was ill. But now yes. I received the post the other day and just sent them a card Thank you. with Thank our grief share information in it. Mm -hmm. I just sent them a card yesterday, mm -hmm. put it in the mail. God bless you. Thank yeah. you. I'm like, look at this world. Yeah. Her son is uh, very good friends with uh, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I looked at their address as I was filling out that card. <laughs> and, then I said, and then you just mentioned, I said, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I tell you, a great loss for that family. She yes. was, she kept it together. She, I, she really I know. <laughs> when, when I put it all together, I was like, Oh, Lord, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. Any other praise reports or prayer requests? I'm sorry, prayer requests. I'm thanking the Lord. I uh, asked my, I asked Elton, did he know how proud I am of him? And he told me, no, not really. So I let him know, yes, I'm extremely proud of my entire family because, and I stood up and I put my hand on his heart and I said, know it. 
just know it. Whether you see me or not, you just know it. Look at my age. Look at your age. Look at our family. Look how God has blessed. I said we are a praying family. We are a Bible reading family. We believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. I sit on the prayer line. I facilitate. I hear so many families talking about how their children are going astray and how all these things are happening with the young people as we just hear all over the airwaves and everything. I said, no, no. God has spared me to see you, to see you, see you grow up, to see my daughter accomplishing, to see my grandsons accomplishing, no matter what their circumstances. God is keeping them safe, keeping us safe. And I just praise God for praying family. Everybody don't have that. Praying family. God hearing family. It's a wonder to be home. Yes. Amen. 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 Any other prayer requests? Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Gigi. Um, this is a prayer request for uh, situation and mental as far as going through the situation that uh, that I'm dealing with. So just ask you all to keep me in prayer for that. Amen. All right. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as we come before you during this, this hour of our Sunday worship service, we want to thank you so much for the word that was delivered and the woman of God that you used to deliver it on this day. Father, I thank you for Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church and our discipline and our steadfastness. Father, I thank you for allowing us to be there and to show up and for the, all the many things that we do as a church plant, as a community builders and just spiritual lifters as we impart your word onto so many others in such a small world too but as we impart your word into so many others i pray that everywhere we go that we will represent you and our light will shine father that our light will shine and as i said if it if you know the the darkness starts to impede upon us then may we leave and go somewhere to a quiet space and pray for you to restore us, Father, if it gets too heavy for us to bear on our own. May we turn to you before we turn to ourselves or to our, to, to just uh, the world. Before we turn to the world, may we turn to you. So Father, at this time, I wanna lift up the White family. I've known David for over 25 years. And Father, I know some of the things personally that he has gone through 
and that his wife was such a supporter. And Father, now her, her, her flesh, her body has left. And I know that David is probably smiling and saying, it's okay. But Father, not only have you taken the mother of his children, or has she departed from this earth? The mother of his children, his wife, but his best friend. She's been there with him for more than 25 years. So she's been there with him for more than half his life, for as long as they've been married, as long as they've been together, Father. And I pray that you will touch him to fill that empty spot. I can't say I know how he feels, but I know that I can ask for the comforter to be with him. And I pray that he will receive it, that his heart will not grow cold, his heart will not harden, but that he will receive the comforter as he loves upon him and bring others to love upon him and to just let him know that also, although she's not there physically, He's not alone. He's not alone. Father, I pray for their children and all the other relatives that may be mourning during this loss. Father, be with them. Comfort and guide them. Father, I pray for those that have had time to spend with their family. For Brother Hillary, for you placing him in the space that he needs to be in. For his love to be shared and restored. For Pastor Ben, for going to visit his family that he doesn't get to see every day or even every month, that Father. I thank you for them allowing and receiving him in their space and for them all to be able to share love with the adults, the husband and wife, and with the children. Father, you've shown us how they loved up on him. And Father, I pray that their love will grow even in his absence as he heads back home. But they'll take that moment that they shared and want to stay in touch with each other more so often. We have so much technology out here today for loved ones that are not in the same town or the same state with us. Father, you have all this technology that they can use. So there's, I pray that we will use those platforms to say hi to say I love you, or to say I just want to lay my eyes on you. Just let me see you so that we will not ever say that we did not know them. And we pray that you will not ever say you did not know us. So Father, with each one of us on this line, bringing something to the line, whether it was spoken or unspoken, I pray that you will, you will give us that that ram in the bush, that word, or that feel that loving kindness touch, or that hear that loving word to help us look away from the darkness that that issue or that problem or whatever it is may bring, but to give it to you and start worshiping you right now for the things that you are going to do and stop dwelling on the issue as it is in hand as it may appear, because the way that it appears now is just what we see. We cannot see what you see, how you see it, and the light that you are shining on it. 
So, Father, I ask not to remove us from the situation or the space, but for us not to look at it in the same way ever again. Allow us to see the good in whatever it is that we may be going through. Allow us to know that your hands are all in it and all over it. So in Jesus' name, I pray that we will all have a blessed and a wonderful week as we leave this space of worship, but never forgetting to praise and worship you on our own in our own spaces each and every day, three, four, five times a day, however many our heart desires to speak to you and to feel the glory of your presence because we are never alone. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for this season of thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. 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 I'm going to go to our sister Christine. Pastor Christine, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else before I go to our closeout song? Just everyone have, again, a blessed, glorious rest of this day and an awesome week. And walk in the light. Allow, again, the salt to be the driver. For the opportunities and the doors he's open for us to share him with the dying world. We're so blessed. And Mama CJ, I, I bless God for, you know, your testimony of being a family of faith. And like you said, that's rare. You, you don't, it, it's rare. It is. It's, it's, it's rare. And it's a blessing because it's generational. Mm-hmm. And so that's the blessing. The see, you know, It's a generational blessing. Generational. Yes. So we, let, we just bless God for your testimony. That was beautiful. Beautiful. God bless you. Let us keep in mind, let's keep those who are yet in travel mode, uh, uh, Deaconess Kate, and I think a few others may be still in the travel mode uh, because there's still the holidays uh, weekend, and most people are probably traveling back to their destinations. Amen. And a special prayer for you, Pastor. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you for the man of God. We thank you, O God, for the visionary of this, Lord God, work, O God, for your kingdom. We thank you, O God, for all that you've done for him as as he shared his testimony through through, uh, the good times and even displaying pictures, O God. Thank you, O God. Now, Lord God, we ask that you would clear the airways and you would expedite, oh God, in the name of Jesus, his return home without any hiccups, any accidents or incidents in the name of Jesus. Let his home, Lord God, be even even more, Lord God, in the the, the condition that he left it, even the more and even the better. Make every condition, even from the airport to home, oh God, again, your safe traveling mercies. We just thank you and we love you, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. 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 All my life.
Thought that would be something nice and simple. One, two, three, four. I can't even count them all. See how blessed we are. Amen. So blessed. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Let's us let's expect a miracle. Yes. This week. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God. Everyone be safe. Yes. Safe travels. Amen. Let us know you arrived safely, Pastor. Yeah. Amen. Safe travels, one and all. Yes. Take me home today. Safe travels. Safe travels.